0: Welcome to episode 144 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about equipping and inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and joining us in just a moment is Brandon Cunningham, where Brandon and I are going to have a conversation about keeping a journal, why you could keep a journal to help you grow in your life, whether that's professionally, spiritually, physically, and so on. Journaling is not for sissies. In fact, we know a bunch of famous people or of famous people who've kept journals like Ronald Reagan, George S. Patton, yes, the general who kicked butt and took names later. He also took and kept a journal, and many authors, and so much more. Uh, we're going to be talking about our take on journaling, why we do it, how how we do it, what kind of format do we use, is it digital, is it on paper, Uh, what do we journal about? And you'll find that both Brandon and I journal about totally different things, yet the impact in the long run is roughly the same. We get to look back, see where we've come from, and look forward to where we are going. So we still take the past and use it for some future-focused growth. So join us as we dive into this topic of journaling, and here we go. (laughs) Welcome, Brandon. How are you doing today? Awesome sauce, awesome. You know, it still really is good to have you back. (laughs) It is still really good to be back. Uh, All this time, all this time, it's like you had a summer break, and uh, I mean, I had you know my little summer break, and uh, I do want to go camping again, though. Some
1: people would say being away from me for a couple of months is a break, so I I don't agree with those people. But yeah.
0: (laughs) Man, nah. <laughs> I missed you, man. <laughs> so my class reunion's coming up. Thirty years? No, nope, not long enough. Let's go another five. There are people even while you were off. There were people asking me, "Hey, you ever think about taking this show solo?" I unfriended them. <laughs> <laughs> like, It is solo. I'm by myself now. That's what this is right now. Until
1: he comes back. It's uh, like when Renee travels. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, living? Uh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Let's see. I'm breathing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna just sit there in the middle of my living room and wait
0: for you to come. over over and feed me, but
1: last time that didn't work, so I just keep moving uh, on about
0: life. That reminds me of a couple of times, uh, every so often. Uh, so a couple of times this week on a regular basis, though, my wife will text me, Hey, what are you doing? and I'll tell her, I'm, I'm watching TV. She'll call, Hey, so what are you doing? Like, I'll pull up my text. I am watching TV, <laughs> period. <laughs> I'll actually read her the text, and she'll want to hang up on me, but she won't, because that's kind of a rule. We'd never hang up on each other like that. Uh, so that's... I need to give Renee that yeah. rule.
1: My phone yeah. cuts out a lot, I think. I don't know.
0: It's weird. Yeah, that, that's probably, it's a reception <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, in this episode, uh, we wanted to talk about journaling because we, we mentioned that uh, in the last episode how you've got that back into your routine. And I was thinking to myself, hey, I've got that in my routine now, journaling every morning. And uh, I'm sure we both go about it differently. So I wanted to have this episode – uh Talk about journaling because of, uh, you know, its benefits, how we go about it. Does, how fancy does it have to be? Uh, cause I mostly do it in calligraphy. Calligraphy? Yeah. Cause it makes it much more authentic and gives it that dances with wolves feel, right? I've got one of those feather pins and an inkwell <laughs> and uh, what is that?
1: <laughs> The paper, you know. Papyrus? I, yeah. Pi- p- papyrus. Your journal has a bunch
0: of scrolls and vases and, and, and jars. Scrolls, <laughs> and I have a little
1: guy that comes and he rolls it up for me and takes uh. it out
0: to the kingdom. It's pretty cool. So those are the mystery uh, clay jars that are floating down the Nueces yeah. River. There you go. <laughs> Someday you? people will know what I was thinking. <laughs> in cyprus in the superpower nation of cyprus
1: soon i'm uh going to buy some <laughs> property there in cyprus and we're moving over there because we're fascinated with that country
0: now yes i mean probably because behind me and in front of you is this big giant map of the mediterranean sea because we're in your church in the bible study room and cyprus is right there in the middle yep. so there we go then now you know the backstory to why are we why are we fixated on the superpower known as cyprus <laughs> uh, just just watch out under your bed though if you've been a bad person today Check under the bed, or or maybe don't. Just just make amends and uh, <laughs> make peace with your maker, and then you maybe you'll be spared. Who knows? Uh, so <laughs> and journal about it, just in case uh, we lose you. Uh, we have record of what you were thinking the night before you were lost to the nation of Cyprus. Um, oh gosh, wow, we we spiraled out fast on that one, didn't we? So how um, do I journal? Journal. Uh, first question is, what are the benefits you found with journaling? One thing I really
1: enjoy about journaling is if you're one of these people, and and true confession, I'm one of these people sometimes that you just tend to kind of complain about stuff. Well, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And that's really hard to do journaling because you hear it more when you journal out. These things are wrong, and you start thinking, I don't like listening to this guy. He's kind of being a, a whiny baby, and then you realize, wait, that's you. That's you need me. to stop doing that. <laughs>
0: that's my handwriting
1: but the benefit to me is you get your thoughts out on paper. It makes the bad stuff so much smaller and it makes the good stuff so much bigger. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that works, but there's something about when you put it down in writing uh or, or typing it or however you're doing it, you really see it differently and yeah. and, and you can kind of recalibrate some of those things and calibrate's kind of my word for the summer for some reason. But I really, that's what
0: you were doing all summer. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> I really like to do it because it it also helps me to reflect back on last year. So what I like to do is I like to, before I start journaling for the day, is I read something from the past journal. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the same day, but, you know, another full confession, I don't journal every day consistently and haven't for years. <gasps> no but, Uh, I will pick a day in the past. And and when you revisit that day in the past and you go, wow, this was a huge deal. This was monumental life threatening. And I don't even really remember how it worked out. That's how Mm -hmm. insignificant it became. Or I didn't focus on this and now I'm still not focused on this and it's still not better. So you get a different perspective like that. So for me, that's what journaling brings. It's a revisit to the past, but it's also a kind of a recalibration to the future of what i'm going to do differently or do i want to write this down again a year from now hey guess what i'm still struggling with this and i've done absolutely nothing to change it
0: yeah (laughs) so in a way you use it as uh, a prompt or a prod to make yourself future focused
1: right because sometimes and and you know a couple of years ago i lost a bunch of weight and i got i got in much better shape and did some different races and stuff like that but a, a year prior to that, I was journaling and I was reading one of my journals. I think it was earlier this week. I was looking at it from about three years ago and I was basically complaining about the fact that I still couldn't lose weight. Yeah. I still couldn't get healthy and I was always tired and I just, my clothes didn't fit and, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and and then I, I went ahead and skipped a couple of days ahead and I still wasn't doing anything about it. Yeah. But two years ago I decided, you know what, this has to change. I have to I have all of these really smart people, and a couple of them we've had on the show that have told us things that we could do and 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 improve our lives and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not listening to any of them. I need to start listening to them and and, and make a change. And for me, journaling really does that. It's like you see your undisciplined self move into a disciplined self, Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I need to repeat this action, not that action, because this got me where I wanted to go. Same thing with the podcast. I would love to start a podcast. I would love to have this. I would love to do this someday. Who knows? I don't know how that works. It'll just drop into my lap. And then you see the parts where you're at, you know, met with Jerry today. We talked about yeah. it. We have this thing. We have that thing. We, we could do it at the church and it doesn't take much. And, and you see that progress of action over just concern or worry or just whining, you know, however you want
0: to look at it and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. By the way, we could probably use some of those journal entries for the book that we're putting together. Hey there. You go. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, wait, we're, we're writing a book about the history of Beyond the Rut, how it began. Uh, and from that, it's because there's a story to tell you about how you can make your own path and, and live your life beyond the rut. Not so much a startup podcast called Beyond the Rut. That's the Trojan horse. The real story yeah, is going to copyright. be about, uh, yeah. I mean, we got the name and all that already. <laughs> we got the logo. So, uh, <laughs> in our story though of how we started the podcast and the the trials that we've gone through the things the the stories we've learned interviewing people uh and going through the process week after week after week uh, we have a lesson we feel that will help you make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of so keep an eye out for that we're working on it now and uh, so getting back to journaling though uh, similarly i i journal not so much to look back historically however you know in the process of flipping to the next blank page I might just stop and say, "Hey, what was going on that day?" And I'll just randomly read that every so often. And I'm like, "No way, that was pretty cool." I was asking, you know, hoping to groom myself for a promotion. And <laughs> what three months ago? Neat. And that might be a journal entry from like a year or two ago, right? The main thing I do now, though, with the the Miracle Morning routine, is because I want to have such a positive mindset through the whole day, to have that energy to go through the whole day, and not see the day as a chore because. And then what's the point of living that day out <laughs> <Right. And> if <laughs> there's no excitement behind it. Uh, and so when I journal now, and at least for the last three months, and it hasn't been every single day but when I do though, uh, my focus is more of uh, a journal of gratitude. So it's three things. So I, you know, some days it's easy to do all three on some days I can do the first one and I've <laughs> got to really think about it. What am I grateful for, for two and three. And the reason why I do that is even the things that are not going so well, writing it in terms of uh, gratitude forces me to look at it on a positive perspective. It shifts my mindset to yes, this hit our family this week and I'm grateful that this happened instead or that this was the outcome and it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And And so it allows me to still get the, the story in there. However, I'm shaping how I see it. And uh, so that's one thing. And And by putting it out on paper, the thought that's in my head is now, tangible and real. And it's created in our world because I put it on a piece of paper. So now I can see it and I hear my voice and reading it back to myself. And, and so that's what I love about journaling is uh, not as much for the historical piece uh, and using it as a springboard, but right there in the moment, using it as a springboard of this is what I'm thinking right now. This is why I'm grateful for what's going on right now. This is how I can use it to, to propel me into the future. So on a practical standpoint, how do you actually journal? Like, what is the process of that? I was going to ask you that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well played, good sir. Uh, So uh, the format is uh, now I bounce between two different formats. Uh, Primarily, it's uh, and preferably it's an actual notebook. So I take a composition notebook, you know, those you know, when From Walmart for a yeah, dollar. Yeah. So, I mean, this time of year when the back to school sales are going on, I'm the dude at the composition booklet, um, section. And I just grab like five or six of those and I only need, and that's overkill yeah. to begin with. <laughs> and then I know that my kids are going to get too many for themselves as well. Cause I don't know why, but packing lists still require you to have them. <laughs> and then they, the teacher doesn't have you use them. So we actually wind up with like 10 of these things every year. And I just take two and I have my daughter decorate one for me. And then that's my journal. Cool. So what cost me like a dollar and whatever it costs for those paints and stickers and all that stuff. So right. I probably have some girly journals because I have my daughter decorate them for me. However, it, it just, it reminds me I'm I'm kind of creating a legacy for them to look at. Um, so then I'll, I'll write and I I like that process because it slows me down. I write a lot slower than I can type. I type something like 120 words a minute, which is also faster than I can read. (laughs) I can type faster than I can read. That's so weird. Do you Uh, worry about anybody when you're writing it? Do you worry about anybody reading it? Not really. Um, and I think I got over that because I used to journal when I was in college and when I first joined the army. And back then when I journaled, I wrote like I was Kevin Costner in Dances with Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wrote with the vocabulary of a soldier. Mm. So uh, my wife would read those out loud and she's just like, you want to come back from Kosovo and have a stuff fest? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Get past that part. Just keep going. And so um, my journals have been read and uh, yeah, my wife's laughed at them and I'm like, okay. So uh, no, I don't really worry about it because most of them are for me. My yeah. family doesn't go through them. Nobody wants to read it and embarrass me with it other than, you know, once a blue moon, my wife doesn't want to read the new stuff. She wants to read <laughs> yeah. the oh, college yeah. Jerry stuff because that gives her insight to a Jerry. She never met in person. Mm. So she's like, this is the way you thought back then. I'm like, sometimes it's the way I think now, <laughs> not the stuff fest part, but some of the other stuff that I talk about.
1: Uh, There's times but, when I'm writing and I think uh, maybe Twenty years, fifty years, whatever, hundred years after I'm gone, yeah, and somebody's reading it. What are they going to think? And and so I fight really hard to get that out of my head because a, I'm gone. I don't care what they think. So you know, they might take my statue down. I don't. I don't know. But
0: uh, (laughs) you have a statue. (laughs) Yeah. I'm
1: I'm thinking by then somebody will have put one up. Come on, boys. Uh, (laughs) But I try to write in a way that I never worry about if somebody's going to read it because I know growing up I. Got into my sister's room and read her diary a couple of times. I was pretty young, so I didn't really understand what I was reading anyway, but, um, uh, and I have a bad memory, so I don't remember what it was, but I try not to worry about that because it will start to edit what you're writing. It's like, yeah. Oh, I need to do this, or what if I do this? And, and so you try to be brutally honest. One of the pushbacks I've heard is, you know, you put that kind of stuff on paper and the next thing you know, it gets in the wrong hands and they use yeah. it against you and stuff like that. The cool thing about living a an open, authentic life is there's things other people don't know about you, but if yeah. your spouse knows – then it really doesn't matter if other people find out about it. You know, it, it's not that big a deal.
0: Yeah, it's not a shocker to your family. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Especially if you're
1: way gone
0: and dead. Yeah. And who
1: cares what anybody
0: has to say about <laughs> there it? There was somebody who but. shared with me because uh, I was talking about the miracle morning routine and just how much I love it. And this person shared with me that she does not journal because uh, there was a time in her life when she was subpoenaed. for her her journals and i was like oh you've got to tell me more about that because that sounds like total bs (laughs) and i said that to her and i normally don't say that to people i'm like who subpoenas you for private journals like how does your other lawyer or the other side's lawyer know that journals exist and do -hmm. they have the right to subpoena that and uh she's like well they asked for it it was a civil case turns out it was a civil case and it was over inheritance Mm -hmm. and the rest of her family wanted to prove that she wasn't fit to receive her part of the inheritance. So they were kind of like robbing, right. trying to rob her of her inheritance. And I'm like, you just got a dirtbag family. I hate to say yeah. that. That's, um, I would have just replied back with, uh, so this is the legacy of our mom and dad, is that like <laughs> you guys are vultures, and you want to take everything that they had left. You can have it. Um, I'm going to, preserve their memory peace out you're not getting my journals but
1: that's why i i'm a little bit more paranoid in that sense that i don't want it just laying around and and somebody come across it and maybe read it out of context or un understand it in a way that it was intended and so that's why i always i i do everything online which yeah, i know there's people out there probably han's going well that's way more susceptible than jerry's journal in his house
0: but (laughs) Uh, does not somebody have worried a tweet about, come up from six years ago yeah, and exactly. give them trouble plays football so. or
1: plays baseball or whatever yeah. so what i use is evernote and mm-hmm. it's just a really easy convenient way to do it it's probably not the most secure place but for me it just works yeah and i use a, an app called drafts that uh you can just speak into and it transcribes everything what? that you're saying and then you can email it or send it to evernote or however That's you want how to write your portion of the book too there you go. just read your
0: journal entries into that app for me
1: and if you're like most <laughs> of our audience and you just love to hear me speak like i do it's a great way to do your journal because you can just pop the app you hit the microphone and you just start talking and the iphone itself can do that pretty easily too but drafts is a, a I've found when you're from East Texas and you don't talk that clear all the time anyway, (laughs) it gets most of what I say. Every once in a while a word will pop up and you're like, what
0: was I meaning there? You didn't download the uh – East Texas language. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't East Texas Siri yet, but uh, (laughs) I I use that. It goes right
1: into uh, Evernote. It's pretty well organized. You can use tags and that kind of thing. But also sometimes I will either forget or lose time and not be able to. So when I get to work, I can just type it up. Or if I sit down in my laptop, I can type it up. I really like Evernote from that sense because it's very – easy to organize you can use tags and folders and different things like that like dates you can you can do word search you know you can search for beyond the rudder. you can search for whatever keyword you think maybe you used and uh drafts is just a real and I think it does cost a dollar or two it is it is a, a not a free app and I don't usually get non free apps but uh it's totally worth the money because the dictation is really good is it so better I than I like the, the native apple it is better than the native apple for me because okay. it just maybe it's the way i talk i don't know but for <laughs> me i've siri and i have a very contentious relationship she doesn't understand yeah. me all the time but alexa is the same way but she's a little better but um uh, i like it because you can literally just as you're laying there in bed or you're outside I, when i'm running or something i can just uh when i'm walking cooling down i can just hit it and journal in a few minutes of notes and uh send that to Evernote. But the other thing it does too, is if you're like me in the shower or running, I'll get really good ideas. You can, you can hit it pretty quick and send yourself an email or a reminder. Hey, don't forget, talk to Jerry about this, or this would be a really good topic or something like that. And it'll, you can set it where it'll just email that off to your email address or whatever it is. It's a good reminder kind of app.
0: Cool. I was going to tell you the other format I use that it bounced between when I'm not handwriting my entries is also Evernote and I have it organized by date so I can, right. um, I drop off the year. So it's organized by, you know, August, what's today, the, the 4th. Mm-hmm. And so I just go back to August 4 and then at the top, I put the year 2018 and then I type in my entry there, there and, and then underneath it's 17 and 16. And if I kept up with it that way, uh, a lot of times I'm just making a brand new date because I didn't do this last year at this time. And, there you go. uh, so that's the other one I bounce between, um, and it's just kind of how I feel but I think the most part I I love the handwriting part just mm-hmm. because again it, it forces me to slow down and I you know really get to think about what I'm writing and since I'm going with the format of uh, a gratitude journal it doesn't matter if people find it and try to embarrass me with right. it because I mean how can you get mad at me for being positive about a bad thing that you did to me or you yeah. know that somebody else did to me or you know whatever it is so uh, I'm not too concerned about that either and, and part of why I journal also is that historical Peace left because uh, the reason why I got into podcasting in the first place, family time Q&A podcast, was really to have recorded messages between myself and my children, myself and my wife, that my family could download uh, 20 years from now after I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And and still share that with their family. Like, hey, this was my dad, him talking with me when I was your age. Right. And so I, I imagine that kind of conversation happening with my kids and their children. And, and so that's why I originally started that podcast. Then there's this show, which allows me now to pass on uh, – you know, <laughs> this is going to make my son laugh because there was a time when I was arguing with him. I'm like, if you would just listen to my wisdom, son, you would be like – so now he mocks me with it. But anyway, part of it is that to pass on wisdom and knowledge and insight to my son and my daughter – Mm-hmm. that uh, you know, we don't normally get because, you know, they want me to be the fun, happy dad. And, you know, when it comes to those serious moments, you know, they, they probably want my advice, yet they don't want to ask me for that advice. Right. It's available online. And, and of course, they themselves probably won't listen to the advice. They'll probably pass it on to their children <laughs> or the, or to their friends like, hey, you need to listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and now that you've
1: probably had to go to all the trouble of uh, going to the Smithsonian and getting these recordings and it's the year <laughs> 2080 and you wished you had listened to us live this is all on you <laughs> one of the ways that i've seen a guy i had a good friend that journaled and uh the uh he he journaled he had a a, a notebook and what he would do is he would say uh, for each page was like a year yeah so this was like you know august 4th two thousand. Uh, 12 and then on the same page a few lines down was august 4th 2013 yeah. 14 15 16 and so he could immediately see the previous in en- years mm-hmm. entries and that's I, where i got the
0: idea for him um, uh, same friend yeah
1: <laughs> it, it's such a great concept i tried it for a while and i did pretty good for a, a few months but uh kind of got away from it I'm, I'm not a huge fan of actual handwriting because my handwriting's bad but mm-hmm. um it, it's a great way to kind of see the how you progress too yeah. over the years and, and he's, he's older than us, much, much older than us, but, uh, he, he's been able to see, cause he's been doing this for years yeah. and yeah. years and he's been able to see his progression over decades. And that's mm-hmm. just awesome to yeah. see that kind of thing.
0: And his his talking and writing style is different than yours and mine because what it will take us 30 minutes to say he'll say it in two or three sentences. So yeah, that guy can pull it off to have like five or six years worth of entries for the same date over that many years, because he'll, his journal entry will probably have three or four sentences in it. Right. (laughs) Today could have a podcast (laughs) last about four minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Today, my friend John died (laughs) tomorrow. I'm going to eat tacos (laughs) next week. I hope to have this accomplished. That's it. (laughs) Next year. (laughs) Didn't really miss John much. (laughs) Tacos still good. Yeah. (laughs) And a bad example because he actually has a friend named John, <laughs> exactly. and he's not dead. So we're we're You're good very with much that. alive and well.
1: <laughs> but, but one of the things we would encourage you to do, whether you go out and uh, get you a composition book for a dollar, or you spend, you know, a hundred dollars on really expensive journaling papers, or or an app, or whatever it is, yeah. is do something to, not just for your kids, which is a great way to leave a legacy of some kind, but it's also a great way for you to learn. Am I in a rut? Because I'm sure there's people listening to this going, yeah, I'm not in a rut. I don't really feel bad about my life. I Mm -hmm. don't feel like I need to change things. This is a good way to get that in perspective. You know, how much am I devoting time to A, B, or C? And how much do I want to devote time to A, B, or C? And you start to kind of balance that. Same thing with finances or health. You start tracking what you eat. You start tracking what you spend. You will get a different perspective. Maybe it's all good, but Mm – track it and see kind of how you are and doing it online or on paper one's not better than the other just whatever gets you to do it kind of like nutrition or finances whatever makes you move off of that rut and get
0: busy making your own path there you go if you like everything you heard in this episode be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 144 there you'll find links to some of the resources we talked about like Evernote.com. In fact, you probably just go to Evernote.com now that I said the website. However, you can also find a link to Drafts. That's the app that Brandon uses to dictate his thoughts into actual texts because he's a horrible typist and you probably are too. And if that's the case, download a copy of Drafts, give it a shot, see if that'll work for you. Uh, anyway, we love that you joined us this week. We hope that this episode brought you some value and some Uh, some tips that you could apply right away. If you prefer to have a digital journal, you've got some ideas there. If you prefer to have a handwritten journal and go old school, go get one if you don't own one already. Or just find some time, say, I don't know, in the morning while you're doing the miracle morning routine that I talked about in episode 137 and just apply that. There you go. You got something to do in the mornings. So there you have it. Uh, We love that you joined us again. I know I said that. I'm saying it again because we really do appreciate that you joined us. Uh, feel free to share this episode with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or even that neighbor across the street. Yes, we're still saying that also after all these years. And in the meantime, before we come back next week with a new episode, go live life beyond the rut. Take care.
1: They're little rubber boots with Thomas the Tank Engine on them. Oh, okay. And he stepped on the top of my foot last night, and I can still feel it. I'm like, really? It feels like your foot's like hurt, but it's not real hurt. It's like a dull kind of
0: I'm like. <laughs> like, oh, do the I boots can't. have like those metal wheels on them, like a real train, or no? Like, they're why just rubber, like water boots. Oh, okay. And, but he just like right on. Wow. I right don't like the, the top part of your foot <laughs> where there's like this
1: much skin and no Uh-oh. muscle, and you're like.
0: Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Nothing to pat it from the bone. it's like, I got
1: choo-choo boots, Papa. Oh,
0: thanks, <laughs> Thank Mom. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm a flip-flop <sighs> kind of guy, but I'll yeah. start wearing my steel toe boots now. <laughs> Who would have thought? At home, you need closed-toed shoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go in. Three, two, one. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap and myself...